Well, it's Monday in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Startwell. I'm Bart Gregory along with Charlie Winfield. Charlie and I met up here at the studios, and we were going to record, and we've been telling you about this for the last couple of weeks, about how we were going to record a show on Mondays and call it the Southeastern Baseball Review. We were going to talk about SEC baseball. Even made a Twitter account. We made a Twitter account. Got a logo. Followed a bunch of people. We didn't pay for the logo, thank goodness. Did you pay for the logo? I didn't pay for the logo. Okay, we did not pay for the logo. Hey, the logo looks like we did not pay for the logo. (laughs) Okay, let's be honest. We actually showed up up here. We got all these notebooks, went through all of this stuff to talk about SEC baseball and baseball in the Southeast. We recorded the shows. Twice. And we are going to hold on to these shows, Charlie, for our grandchildren one day. So they can say, you know what? What were they thinking? It would be like, Judge, this is Exhibit A and why I would like to change my last name. It sucked. Yeah, it was not good. It was not good at all. No, it wasn't bad. It was just not who we are. No. If you go back and listen, the second one we did was pretty good. But you know, it's not us. I mean, I can't fake interest in Missouri. No. And like I can't. Playing Nichols? I mean, who cares? Yeah, they won three out of four. Hey, they won three out of four this weekend. Oh. Well. They had to come from behind and win the third one. It's half the wins they'll get all season. Well, and that's all the research I did this afternoon. But I could tell you that. So we decided, hey, that's not who we are. We so, are telling you now. We're confessing. We are confessing that sometimes we make mistakes. We there spent are people out five hours recording two episodes and preparing for them. It and is. We are now saying. We are not willing to share because, you know what, we don't care. No, but we did say, you know what we do need to do is we do need to have a Monday show. We do need to have content because we had plenty of content yesterday on Sunday Coffee, but there was baseball played after Sunday Coffee. And to be honest with you, Charlie, we made some points yesterday on Sunday Coffee that were kind of taken into account. Well, I, I want to say they were taken into account. I want to think that Cade Smith actually listened to the broadcast before he took the mound yesterday. So I'm going to drill a guy. First pitch. <laughs> First That's pitch. What, and you know what? That's what Kendall would have done. Uh, <laughs> so what are we going to call this thing? I have no idea. Is it the Monday bottle of water? That's yeah. what I'm drinking right now. You know, Monday cocktail. Well, see, so you remember. <laughs> Monday yeah. cathead seltzer. I don't know. Well, if I was listening to that other show we just recorded twice and have now thrown away. Uh, like we'd have to be like Jaeger or something, but you know, so you know, we started it with the Monday cool down. Yeah, you know, that was our that was the first show we ever did, the Monday cool down. Um, I don't know. I, I just I feel like we got to stay off that turf. Maybe instead of Monday coffee, we got Monday whenever we feel like it. I don't know. Hey, it doesn't matter. Here we are. Tweet us your thoughts at Bart Gregory at Charlie Winfield. Chances are we will not use what you suggest. But chances are we'll laugh at some creative people out there. There's some very creative people out there. Well, so the bottom line of all of that is to say this. We thought about doing a show about SEC baseball. We are going to do a show about Mississippi State baseball. And on Mondays, we'll put it in the context somewhat of what happened within the league. Okay, so going back to the point, and I don't want to, you know, just completely drive this point home. But it's almost like you got to make fun of yourself. Because what did I say last year when we were playing Missouri? That I felt like we were playing what? Vegetable lasagna. Yes, you got to explain the background. This came from football. You got to explain the, what vegetable lasagna means to you. Yeah, so vegetable lasagna means to me is it's okay, it ain't great, it ain't bad. It's, you know, you put some green peas in it, it's just 
vegetable lasagna. It's just bland. It's something that can tide you over until the next decent meal. So there was a great story that comes off that, by the way. <laughs> so we were doing the pregame show for football, playing Missouri last year, and Bart says, you know, to me, I've analyzed Missouri and their vegetable lasagna. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just kind of eh. something. And not eh. thinking at the time Strange. that the – our broadcast was being run through the studio in Jefferson City, Missouri. Which is the which, state capital of with, Missouri. With a bunch of Missouri grads running the boards. And I remember Mo Lewis, that was the guy's name, right? Yep. Mo Lewis doing the scoreboard. And he says, from Jefferson City, Missouri, the vegetable lasagna capital of the world or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Thanks, so, Mo. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, well, here we are. Yeah, I thought I was vegetable lasagna talking about that. So, hey, let's look back at our game yesterday. We came in here yesterday morning for Sunday coffee, and we were down a little bit. I mean, everybody was It wouldn't was be down. fair to say we called us out. No. But we, we did kind of say we were getting bullied. We were getting pushed around. We needed a little bit of an edge. And we said we needed our guys to wear uh, WWKD bracelets, you know, what would Kendall do. And we told the story about how Kendall Graven would buzz, know, the, buzz tower. the tower now and then. We didn't buzz the tower. I mean, he hit <laughs> no, it with just, a, just plonked him. He hit it with a wing. You know? Yeah. And so, <laughs> Cade Smith comes out, first pitch, drills the guy, and my phone explodes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Mine did, too. It's like, I think Cade Smith listened to the first five minutes of Sunday Coffee. Okay, let's look back at yesterday's game. You know, Cade Smith, Good man, we talked about Landon Sims on Friday. You know, Landon went seven innings. You kind of wondered what he would do in seven innings of work. And he got to the seventh inning. He threw a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. The freshman turns it around and, like, gum, And you lose three to nothing. And then State got – you know, we kind of got kicked in the teeth on Saturday. It was just one of those games. I felt like it was the Sunday game against Missouri last year where you thought coming in that you're – you may be better than this team. And then you're like looking out there and it's like, man, nothing's working. We could have gone to the house in the fifth inning. And this is not a knock at all. I mean, it's just one of those days to ballpark. This is a game of baseball. And we talked about it yesterday too. There are some people who are kind of overanalyzing and saying, oh, it's just a second game. Don't worry about it. But there, there was a little bit of room for concern. But yesterday shows you about the game. I mean, Cade Smith came out and was really good. You got a home run from Matt Quarter that hadn't landed yet. My gosh. Hit he, it over the lounge in left field in the second inning. And what did he hit, like one in Juco last year? I think he it hit was like a couple, maybe three. One, two, three. It ain't many. I mean, very we, few. We didn't sign him to be a power guy. No, and he, he absolutely uncorked one. Then you had a run in the third, and then we had the big you know, inning in the fifth inning. It's just kind of went a you know, ran away with it, and you kind of knew at that point that, that what you had. I think, Charlie, what I take from the weekend, the guys that we saw from Long Beach State that are very similar to what we are going to see the rest of the way, power arms, right-handers, mid-90s, low-90s, good curveball, we hit them. Hit them hard. You know, watch Brown, Jerome watch Brown, he had a breaking ball working early, and he had some strikeouts, you know, in his first four innings of work. But we finally got to him a little bit. We got to the guy on Saturday, too, the starter, the guys that gave us trouble. Luis Ramirez with movement, 
Jack Noble with movement. Do you know <laughs> well, Jack Noble pitched for with Coach Polk in Wareham within the Cape Cod League this past summer? Did he? Sure did. And so I said, what were your thoughts on Jack Noble? He's like, well, he doesn't throw real hard. I didn't realize, we talked about this on the broadcast yesterday, about how Eric Valenzuela, the head coach at Long Beach State, actually came to Startville on an official visit in 1996 with Coach Polk. He said he took all five visits, and this was the only one he didn't go out west with. He came to Mississippi State, elected to go to Arizona State. He's a West Coast guy, and so just wanted to stay out west. And Coach Polk was like, eh, I didn't really remember. I don't remember you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I don't know if it hurt Eric's feelings or not. But, hey, you saw the, the tweet after the game. We kind of always like this about the team walking around the outfield. I mean, that's what makes baseball different. I mean, yeah, these teams kind of wanted to get after each other a little bit Friday, or Long Beach State wanted to get after us on Friday. And then it ended with a, with a good feel, and you win one out of three. Was it the weekend you wanted when you started? No, but it wasn't disastrous. No, and and to kind of put it into some perspective, since I've printed out roughly 48 box scores from the weekend, why don't I comment a little bit? Oh, God, I, can't, I killed a lot of trees today. It was 42. Okay. 14 times three. So you go back and – well, except I also went to Louisiana Tech and that is true. tried to pull in a few others. So – Look, Vanderbilt drops two out of three to a good Oklahoma State team. Florida drops two out of three to people will snicker, but a good Liberty team. They're good. Um, they got a nice little ballpark great, at Liberty. But good. Florida's okay though. I mean, Florida's got a lot of freshmen and sophomores, and I know all the talking points in games. Well, man, we got so many freshmen and sophomores. Hey, you got Hunter Barco. Barco was really Pitcher good. Pitcher of the week in the SEC. Pitcher of the week. He struck out what ten in like. It, Four and five ends of work. Yeah, he was good. Oh, but wait, we got to tell the story of one other top twenty team that had a really rough weekend. East Carolina. Yeah. Did you see how they lost on Saturday? This is, this is epic. So, dude, dude, man, hits a home run in the bottom of the ninth inning. Two outs. Right. Nobody's on base. Tie game. They're playing Bryant. Now Bryant has beaten them on Friday, so they're trying to even the series against Bryant. Now Bryant. Kind of like Liberty, nothing to sneeze at. This is a team that's very good out of the Northeast Conference. And so a guy from East Carolina just runs one out of the park, pimps it, knows it's gone, tosses a bat. They're going crazy. Everybody's jumping up and down around the plate. One dude's got a traffic cone. One guy's got a hockey stick. They are living in the moment. Momentarily. But then they realize – the first base umpire had called timeout before he, the pitch. He tried to take it back. Oh, man. did he ever? Did you see the replay where, yeah. like, they show it? And the and first baseman's like, no, you don't, brother. The, it starts with the guy's got his hands in the air, and then the ball's hit, and he's like, he dropped his hands. Like, no, I don't know what I'm doing here, and I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. And then the first baseman says, oh, no, you just called timeout. He's, like, and pointing at it. He starts yelling and screaming, like, hey, I saw something that nobody else saw. And the guy rounds the bases. The Bryant coach comes out. The umpires get together. They start talking among themselves. And somehow in that conversation between the three umpires, they have to decide who is going to tell Cliff Godwin, the head coach at East Carolina. Well, one, I guess it was a crew chief, decides, hey, he called timeout. Cliff Godwin threw his helmet and was tossed from the game. But, Charlie, let me tell you this. I thought Cliff Godwin handled that entire situation a lot better than I would have. Some of my favorite videos are the Philip Wellman, who is the manager of the old 
well, not old, but the old manager, rather, the Mississippi Braves, you know, where he gets down and he kind of crawls up and he grabs the rosin bag, throws it at home plate like it's a grenade. Stole the bases. Takes up second base and leaves with it. Blows a kiss to the crowd. Yeah, and there's some great ones of Wally Backman being ejected in that minor league team <laughs> he was managing that are not safe for work. Um, Coach Polk used to have some good ones. Oh, my gosh. John Cohen used to have some good ones. It, uh, Skip Bourbon used to have some good ones. When he finally got out there. Took him a while to get there. Yeah, but the – you know, you don't have that anymore, really, because of replay, except the problem is replay doesn't fix this problem. No, replay it, doesn't fix the timeout. I mean, this was – they actually made the right call in the sense of he had called timeout. Could you but, imagine – could you imagine hitting a home run to win a game in Startville, Oxford, Fayetteville, Baton Rouge, whatever, and then the guy was like, uh-uh, no, I called timeout. Could you imagine? And keep in mind, it wasn't like the batter asked for timeout. It wasn't like a player asked for it. Right? I would almost say he couldn't see good or something. I would, I would love to see that at Tennessee because I'd like to see what they throw out of the crowd. Golf balls and mustard and mayonnaise. Well, we might not have to worry about our series against Tennessee if it happened there. They might be like Jawan Howard, you know, done for the year. You see that, by the way? Uh. So, brief detour to basketball even though we don't normally talk basketball. Hey, we won again last night. We did. So two straight wins over a, Missouri's bad. Missouri's bad. But I was glad to see Shaq Moore get the play. But Jawan Howard, Michigan's coach, he called a punch. It was really a slap, slap push thing. But supposedly uh, now suspended for the rest of the season. And he should have been, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, have you ever played with a basketball had too much air in it? You know, and when you throw it up to the rim, everything bounces off and it clanks off like hard. <laughs> I think Missouri plays with a with a basketball that's too aired up. Man, it's just <laughs> guys dribbling and you dribble it hard, you know, it's dribbling high. Oh my goodness. Well, that's not good. So we come back and went, yeah, thank goodness we didn't have anything like that happen here. One, you know, anybody get punched or two, a guy hitting a home run and then getting it called back. Hey, I'll tell you something we saw yesterday in that ball game. What's what have we always said about Chris Lamonis? He'll make changes. He did this weekend. He made in-game changes yesterday too. Yeah, he did. And you know what did we see on Friday? Um, he, he changed center fielders in the game going into Saturday. Uh, yesterday made a change in right. Made a change in right. Didn't like the big swings from Kellum. Uh, with Drew McGowan out in right field for the rest of the game. And we made a lot of changes later. But that was not one of those. Hey, we've got a big league. We're making a change. That was making a change for a point, I think. So, big win. You come back. I, I say it's a big win. Yeah, you didn't need to get swept. Did anything surprise you in that ball game yesterday? Did it surprise you that Slade Alford didn't get a swing? That's the one thing I left the ballpark kind of saying that was that was interesting. And, and, hey, I know what the thought process is because we scored some runs late and made it big. And, you know, you don't want to take all your guys out. I mean, we left Luke Hancock in a game and we were leaving Cameron James in the game and, we had Logan Tanner still behind the plate. and It's not necessarily taking Cameron James out of the game. It's almost like your point that you brought up yesterday of may have, maybe that's the time to send him out to center field. You know, Quarter had played well. We had made a lot of changes in the outfield too. So I think it was just one of the things that, that just didn't – you put Jess Davis out in the outfield instead of making that change. Skinner came into the game 
in place of uh, Matt Quarter. Cumbus went out. Jeff you know, Davis came, came in. in defensively. He played half an inning at third. I would have loved to have seen him get a swing, and he may see that tomorrow. And by the way, they've changed the game time of that game tomorrow to 11 a.m. I don't think you'll be there, will you? I, don't I think, will not. No, it'll be me and Anthony Craven tomorrow. The dulcet tones of Anthony Craven. Anthony Craven. I didn't know if you knew that or not. It's kind of breaking news to you right now. Well, I knew I wouldn't be there. Okay. Just making sure you knew you weren't going to be there. I know, yes. So that's your doing. It is my doing. Okay. My day job calls. Okay. Um, so Pine Bluff is the opponent tomorrow, and then we play Northern Kentucky this weekend. I think we'll see Pico Cone start tomorrow. I'm not sure who you'll see pitch tomorrow. Walling? Let me think about it. Why I remind you that we're in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Starkville. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Check them out at favorites.com. Agents in all 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Customer service is fantastic. Home, life, auto, whatever you need. Farm Bureau. And once again, our friends at Heartland Catfish. We talked about gardenias on our show last week. Gardenias in the Alluvian Hotel. It's a great getaway point in Greenwood, Mississippi. You've got the Viking Cooking School. You've got so many different cool things going on in Greenwood over the Mississippi Delta. Take a weekend. Spend a weekend at the Alluvian and eat at Gardenia's. Blackened or broiled catfish at Gardenia's. It's an old-school type place, man. It's awesome. Just the feel of stepping back in time eating at Gardenia's. And it's big time. It's fantastic. So proudly serving Heartland Catfish, Heartland Produced in the Mississippi Delta in Itabina, the best U.S. farm-raised catfish that you could possibly want. Hey, Charlie, since we, um, I guess, the thought going on here on the Monday show, and this is all just kind of off the cuff, and by the way, we are still looking for a name, is I guess we can look back at the weekend from 10,000 feet. We won't jump in at all these box scores, unless you really want to. I think we spent five hours in knowing that not a good show for us to do that. So you don't want to hear my thoughts on Sonny Deshara or Braden Wilmer or anything like that? But hey, Deshara was pretty good this weekend. He was the transfer from Sanford. He had two doubles in the first game against Oklahoma. Hey, Auburn had a pretty good weekend this weekend. I mean, before we start talking about LSU and, you know, everybody else, I thought Auburn going out to Dallas or Arlington, they played in that same State Farm Classic we played in last year. They didn't have any ice out there this year. Thank goodness. But Auburn lost the first game, but really pitched it well all weekend. They beat Texas Tech 2-1. to one. Gonzalez was really good in that game. And then in the Saturday game, or the Sunday game, they beat the breaks off of Kansas State. How about this for that game? Auburn was hit by pitch eight times. Four times they were hit with the bases loaded. Hmm. This is college baseball. Eight but, hit batters? But how much – Live pitching, do you think that those guys in Manhattan, Kansas, have been throwing in the last two months? All right, I'm not asking you to throw strikes. I'm asking you not to hit somebody eight times. That's one an inning. Well, maybe. Maybe they thought that Auburn had been running their mouth. Maybe we had a scenario where <laughs> Auburn had been running their mouths a little bit. Who knows? <laughs> we can't win this one anyway. Let's just keep plunking some runs in. We're going to plug them until you fight us. <laughs> I mean, that's right. <laughs> we'll show you. Um, I thought um, you want to talk about fan bases. Monday's made for overreaction, isn't it? Although it is. Sunday was kind of filled with overreaction in a lot of places. 
if I'm Arkansas, I'm sitting here, how do we lose a game to Illinois State? you got to remember, too, their pitching rotation is still a bit of a question. But whose isn't? Paulette went out, and so they pitched Nolan in the game on Friday. He was pretty good, though. He was okay. Arkansas just couldn't hit on Friday. They were like us on Friday. I mean, we couldn't hit against one of the top pitchers in the country. I mean, Luis Ramirez. He's good. He's good. I don't, you know, do you say he's one of the top pitchers in the country? That may be a little bit of an overstatement, but the guy was really good. He was a Golden Spikes National Pitcher of the Week this week after no hitting us for six innings. And he was good against us two years ago. But Arkansas only got four hits off of Illinois State. Got two solo home runs in like the fifth inning. Jalen Battles had one of those. And they only had four hits in a the game. They got beat three to two. All right, and so then on Saturday they came back with a freshman, um, Hagen Smith. Yeah, he's at he's at freshman from Texas. Yeah, that was my favorite stat of the weekend. In addition to the Auburn uh, eight hit by pitches, the freshman came in and he faced twenty two batters. And he threw first pitch strikes to nineteen of them. That's pretty impressive. But he's pitching to Illinois State. I don't care if he's throwing a bullpen. That's still. It's like shooting threes against the five folding chairs. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can work with that, but yeah, pretty common though. If you look back at the ball games, there were a lot of really close, low scoring games. Alabama won walk off home run. Owen Diadotti on Friday. They had a big Xavier come from behind fashion. Had a five four win on Saturday. Now they won going away on Sunday. Georgia had to have a walk off against Albany. LSU took batting practice all weekend. They had fifty one runs. Just absolutely. The next highest in the league was 33. And one of the things about LSU is everybody says, hey, they got a great lineup. When you start talking about Trey Morgan and Doty, and Doty had a great weekend this past weekend, and you know, Jacob Berry, Dylan Cruz, their lineup is big time. All right, we gotta, this is where you got to tell the Beloso story, though. You saw what happened there, right? Did you see how he got hurt? So he was in the like the dance huddle before the game where they're like he was swaying. leading it. We're like swaying or whatever. Yeah, it's one of those phony Drew Brees kind of things, I think, where we get everybody fired up. We all start jumping up. And all down. right, Charlie, I'm going to say it, man. That you said something yesterday, you know, about us needing to get tough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this right now. Everything that every team does now is all about videos. It's all about social media. Every coach has to have a pregame statement or a postgame statement. Everything's got to be orchestrated in some way. Everybody's got to have a recruiting video. And so LSU trying to do a recruiting video before the game, yay, who are we? We are LSU, whatever. And a guy. You couldn't have said this tears the show that we just tried to record twice. No, I couldn't have. See, you were a kinder, more diplomatic bard there. See, now we got the Nanawoya, we got the. That South, was vegetable lasagna, man. We got the Southeast Winston County. This guy, coming this out. guy pops his daggum knee doing a dance before the game start. And you know that you feel bad for the guy. He won the battle to take the DH spot. He was a good player, and now he faces a real chance of getting Wally pipped on this deal. Yeah, Braden Joe Bear, who is a junior college guy, LSU guy growing up. Hits two home runs on the weekend as the DH. I mean, he was really good. Hey, Blake Money was good. Everybody asks about you know LSU, and they talk about that lineup, and they wonder about the starting pitching. Blake Money struck out 10 in the Friday game. 
Now, Mikael Hilliard had a tough time in the Saturday game, and then Ty Floyd was okay in the Sunday game. So their rotation is their question mark. Wouldn't you say that about just about everybody? I mean, we've got Landon Sims. I was really proud to see what Cade Smith did yesterday. But you start looking around the league. I mean, Derek Diamond, you know what you got in Derek Diamond in the Friday start at Ole Miss. They've got that great offensive lineup at Ole Miss. But then, you know, they got the left-hander, the transfer from Texas A&M Corpus Christi, who was okay. They played Charleston Southern this weekend, who was not good at all. And so you ask yourself the question, did you get better at LSU? Did you get better at Ole Miss? Those are the teams that played teams that were not any good at all. South Carolina won in a walk-off. They beat UNC Greensboro. They scored six runs in the bottom of the ninth. Did you see that? Andrew Eister hit the grand slam. slam. Hit a grand slam with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, tied the game, and then they win it in the tenth. So you had some teams that really had to scratch and claw, and they won two out of three. If they'd have lost that game, they'd have lost two out of three at home against Greensboro. All right, so let's go through the league real quick then. Um, Let's just go kind of straight through it. Alabama. So you got your your, uh, printouts right there. All 85 sheets of it. All 85. So, real quick, Alabama sweeping Xavier, vegetable lasagna. I don't care. I don't care. Arkansas, 2-1 and one against Illinois State. I take notice because yeah. it's just kind of – And they didn't hit it. Well, they only had six hits in the game on Sunday. But, hey, they're going to hit. They're going to hit at Arkansas. Yeah. and you, In fact, you know, they had 12 uh, in the game Sunday. You said six on what, Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And 12 on Sunday. Auburn, two out of three. That got my attention. It did. Um, better than I thought. Their you know, pitching was better than I thought it would be. Kansas State is wretched. You know, in soccer, what is it that you do? You get relegated. So, basically, they kick you out of the league if you're the worst. Like, Kansas State, they, they've got, they're a candidate to be relegated. I'm going the other way with that one. If I'm Texas Tech, and we play Texas Tech in a few weeks down in Biloxi, mm-hmm. other than Trevor Young, the second baseman, I don't know what they got in their lineup. I mean, their lineup was not very good at all. Jace Young. Jace Young. Mr. Young. Whatever it is. Whatever his name is, we'll see him in a couple weeks. J-U-N-G Young. Yes. You don't see many of those, do you? No. But you have to wonder, how good is Texas Tech? I mean, they didn't get a hit past the fourth inning of that game against Auburn. To me, that's more of an indictment on Texas Tech than it is great for Auburn, to me. So, I agree with you. Not taking away anything from Butch. Love the guy. Florida drops two out of three to Liberty. That's not good. How many people? How many people are hurting right now for Kevin O'Sullivan? Uh, so Georgia, nah, Albany, no big deal. Kentucky over Jacksonville State. I like Jim Case. I like Nate Mangione, but winning at Jacksonville. I mean, you know, whatever. LSU over Maine, not impressed. Ole Miss over Charleston Southern, not terribly impressed. You know, I mean, you can only play who's in ball. front of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The thing that jumps out about you at Ole Miss, you know, Elko had a couple of home runs this weekend. I still think, and this is an unpopular opinion, I think Ole Miss is really good in the field. I just don't know where their pitching is going to be. I mean, are you sold with Drew McDaniel? He's, you know, I mean, I'm not mad at the guy. He's just, you know, he's, he's okay. all right. Um, Missouri and Nichols. <laughs> this is all right. So you want to know why we dropped the show? You want to know why? We decided not to do a Southeast Baseball Review because I cannot pretend to be interested in Missouri taking three out of four from Nichols. I give up. I can't. They run ruled them the first two days. I mean, think about and then that. Nichols won Doesn't the third game. You? South Carolina was interesting. Tennessee, George. So Tennessee, I, that one kind of grabbed you a little bit, didn't it? Because they just destroyed. I mean, they just destroyed Georgia Southern. 
all three games. And, hey, that's a good story from the weekend. The Dolander guy for Tennessee, the right-handed pitcher for Saturday, he transferred from Georgia Southern. So he's pitching against against his teammates from last year. Hey, we may see that in a couple weeks with Dylan Carmouche. Yeah, boy. Um, He pitches for Tulane. I liked Carmouche. I'm not going to lie. La Tech gets them this weekend. Tulane goes to Louisiana Tech. LSU goes to Louisiana Tech Wednesday night. You know what we did not hear? I didn't hear all weekend an announcement. You know, normally they get that. Sometimes, like, if you're listening to, like, major league games, you'll kind of hear it in the background, you know, warming in the bullpen, 38, Smith, you know, or something, you know, now pitching. Because I used to laugh every time um, Greg Campbell, who was the media relations guy, it was like he always got, like, special excitement of saying, you know, now pitching Dylan Carmouche. Yeah. And you always kind of have that in the background of the broadcast. I didn't hear any of those announcements this weekend. Did you? We may just have it turned down. No. Oh. There's a knob somewhere on that wall over there. No. That if you turn it down, Coach Polk probably thought he was turning off the lights. He was in there with us yesterday. So, Coach Polk, you know, like at one point, he is standing right behind us, like on his <laughs> phone. You know, yeah, I'm up at the broadcast booth. I'll be over there in a minute. It's like, what? What? what are, when are we doing this? I'll be right there. What are you doing? You want me to do what? Ra- raise a flag. <laughs> Coach Polk raised the dog win- dogs win again flag. Oh, I thought it was a dog fit to eat. Dogs win again? Dogs win again. Okay. I asked him for his binoculars, and he, I had to listen to him. I had the cough button down. I said, hey, let me see your binoculars. And I had to listen to the diatribe of how I was not prepared. Well, you didn't bring your own binoculars? What are you doing here? Why didn't you get your binoculars? You know, it, these are a good pair of binoculars right here. Don't don't break them. You know, the thing that drives Coach Polk crazy is when we do baseball, we are scheduled to go on right before the first pitch. Apologies to all. By the way, I think it's a fair time to say this because um, my phone was blowing up of like turn the switch on, you know, quit sitting on the wire. We have no idea what's going on. Like with the stream or anything. Yeah, else. we talk into the microphone. And I asked that question the other day, and this is not to, you know, point blame at anybody, but, but I'm about to point it at Bristol. Is sometimes when you're trying to get linked up, even an hour before the game, 30 minutes before the game, whenever they do the linking up, as you can imagine, there are some people maybe in different parts of the country that don't understand the importance of college baseball in the Southeast. And you may get somebody on the other end of the line on the as an engineer for the, the linkage who sometimes may not care. And sometimes you see that in everyday life. Sometimes you get that with your the phone guy that you call. Here we go. Oh, okay. Right. I'll stop right there. No, no, I can see it coming. No, no, I, I'm going to say, say. I'll tell you who does care, Charlie. Bank first. Here we go. Bank first cares. Bank first cares about you and your family and your financial state of mind. They care about you, whether you're taking out a mortgage loan, whether you want a mortgage refinance. They care about you if you want commercial lending. They care about you at Bank First. Bank First, a better way to bank. They're a growing bank in Mississippi and Alabama. And so go with who I bank with, and that's our good friends. you got Dennis Bach here in Startville. You've got so many great people, Johnny Ray. you got – all these guys throughout the state of Mississippi that are so good at Bank First. And so Bank First, they care about you. Is that good enough? Is that a segue? I liked it. All right. It wasn't Benny's fault. I'll say that. No, it, and that's the thing. So we really couldn't do anything about that. But 
It was good to be back. Man, it was. It was good to be back out there. Do you buy, by the way, somebody suggested to me that sometimes we're affected by the crowds. Our guys are affected by the crowds. I think it's something to that. And I think, did we say this yesterday? I think the mindset, and I keep on saying that word, that term, mindset, I think the mindset of Long Beach State kind of lends itself to our place. I mean, these guys are playing in front of crowds. They played in front of more people on Friday than they will pretty much all season long. Combined. And some guys relish that. And you, you can't tell the, tell me that Mario didn't relish in that. I mean, he trucked that, our first baseman. That Luis Ramirez didn't relish in pitching in front of that big crowd. Just complete to me that that's the you know they they interviewed Danny Warfel one time. Peyton Manning could never beat Florida, and they asked Danny Warfel one time what to him was one of the greatest moments to him as a player, and he said silence in Neyland Stadium. He said to me as a as a competitor that was the greatest feeling ever is silence in Neyland Stadium at Tennessee. That was back when Tennessee was relevant in football. If you didn't know that, Florida and Tennessee used to be a really big matchup early in the year. That's when Spurrier used to say you can't spell citrus without UT. <laughs> so he'd go to the championship game and free they, shoes get, year. they get sent to the Citrus Bowl. <laughs> but I think it was a little bit of that. I think I think some of those guys relished in Jack Noble. I think they relished they, – they played the crowd a little bit more. You know, Coach Pole, everybody used to get mad at Coach Pole. Man, the boys put a little bit too much pressure on themselves, you know. Stop referring to them as boys, Coach. That's what people would say. But I think it was a little bit too that. Now, I thought we took it a little bit. To, I thought we took the bull by the horns a little bit more yesterday. Well, maybe maybe we look back and say, all right, that's where it turned. That's where it got fixed. If we go on and we win it, I'm going to say the turning point of this season was Cade Smith drilling the first batter. So you going to put that one in your back pocket? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to write that one down. Hey, once again, thanks to our great friends at Country Pleasing Sausage, Country Pleasing, Henry Cooper and those guys just putting out a great product. I was down there a few weeks ago, and, man, they're, they are putting out a ton of sausage. I mean, a ton of sausage, uh, many tons of sausage, to be honest with you. And they are growing throughout the southeast, and just a great product, whether it be just the original, whether it be jalapeno cheddar, whether it be the andouille, the three cheese, the black pepper cheddar, everything they've got, jalapeno and pineapple now. I mean, they've got so many different varieties, and it's all good. And uh, proud to be associated with those guys. They do a fantastic job. All right, Charlie. Hey. He's talking about putting out great product. Our first efforts to do an SEC show were not great products, so we're going to be back just doing this again, right? So we'll come back on Mondays. We'll have our Sunday coffee Sunday morning. Tweet we'll, us your name suggestions. We'll come back. Are we gonna? Are we set on Monday nights? Monday afternoon? Yeah, Monday uh, late. Just Monday whenever we get around to it. I mean, we got both have conference calls and all kind of stuff. Everybody is busy in the office on Monday. And to be honest with you, Charlie, I don't want to take off, you know, the necessary time to. Uh, I want to do this after five on Mondays. Okay, that works for okay. me. Okay, we all have day jobs here, and so we'll try to figure out the name of this. And so, hey, enjoyed it. Enjoyed talking more tonight than I did yesterday. And I also enjoyed, hey, the one thing that we didn't say about Vanderbilt 
is they don't have Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker. So they couldn't throw so their they starting throw, pitchers. They couldn't throw 200 pitches each. 200 pitches, 200 pitches each in 40-degree weather. What did Rocker end up doing? I don't know. I guess I can Google it. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure that out before next time around. Hey, we'll be back in the midweek on Wednesday for Out of Left Field. Then on Thursday, we'll be back for our deep dig, the Norse of Northern Kentucky. We well, may have to do some. We're have to dig deep, aren't we? We're going to have to dig a lot. I mean, we may have to go to Cincinnati, try to figure some things out, some of these guys. And then uh, Sunday coffee. And then uh, next Monday night, we'll have a different name probably by then. And uh, we've got to erase the logo. We've got to erase the Twitter account. Man, we tried. We tried. But, you know, I will give us credit for this because we do like to have something that's listenable. It, it was listenable, but it was just fraudulent. And we had talked to so many friends at different places in baseball, and they were like, man, that's going to be great. We need Somebody needs to do a really good SEC show. We're just not those people. No, we're not. That ain't us. We need to. We need to have the ability to uh, to be smart. How can I do a show without complaining about, you know, a coach throwing his pitcher too much? I, I just I can't. That's what it came down to me is I had to be nice to Tim Corbin. <laughs> just can't do have it. it in you. Hey, enjoyed it here on a Monday night. Once again, thanks to our great sponsors, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Heartland Catfish, head on over to Gardenia's in Greenwood. They can do it right, broiled or blackened at Gardenia's in the Alluvian Hotel. Country Pleasing Sausage and our good friends at Bank First. For Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on the Monday, or appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight, Monday night. Whatever it is. Thanks for listening.